Welcome to 50 Ways to Succeed at Work, where you hear stuff about ways to succeed even the most well-intentioned colleagues, advisors, careers officers and HR departments may never get around to mentioning. This is episode 11, Perfect Appearance, Why Your Appearance Matters So Much at Work. Jerome is a recent recruit to a major pharmaceutical and cosmetics company. His employer allocates him to work with Mr. Portman, one of the company's most successful sales reps. They meet in a local cafe to discuss how they'll operate together. Good to meet you, Jerome. Congratulations on your first job. How do you feel about it? I'm looking forward to it, Mr P. It's a big change from college. I'll bet. We'll be visiting local pharmacies, seeing how the firm's new range of cosmetics is doing, and checking the shelves for competitors. Your job is to chat with the owner about the new range. Have you read up about it? Absolutely, Mr P. I could talk about it forever. That's a great start. Now, can I mention something? Sure. Well, to be honest, Jerome, I think your appearance today could do with a bit of attention. Like tidy hair, cleaner nails, a shirt without creases, that sort of thing. Oh, does my appearance matter so much for this job? Well, people judge you on the most minute things, from missing ties to scuffed shoes. It seems old-fashioned, but the people you're dealing with are a bit like that. Appearances matter to them. Anyway, let's start on some calls and see how you do. My car's just round the corner. During the morning, they visit half a dozen independent pharmacies, and Jerome is soon in the swing of it, chatting about the new range while Mr Portman checks the stock and bills a possible order list. In their final visit before lunch, the pharmacist owner enjoys talking to Jerome. He even invites him into a private space to hear more. When Jerome winds down from talking about the new product range, the owner nods thoughtfully and acquires a a rather severe look. Jerome, I know this is your first job. You've done your homework on the new range, but I'll be frank with you about something important. What's that, sir? It's something that even your best friends may not tell you. Do you know you have terrible breath? What? It's what's called halitosis. Do you know about this? You say my breath smells? Yeah, I'm I'm afraid so. Sorry to be the bearer of unwelcome news, but don't worry, I can give you something to tackle it, and you should definitely visit your dentist. In the space of just a morning, Jerome has realised that being successful at work might be a bit trickier than he thought, that his overall appearance, what's called demeanour, could affect his chances of success. As an employee, how aware are you of the impact of this thing called demeanour? Let's link Jerome's experiences to issues people have about appearances at work. The three main questions most people have about it are Who cares what I look like at work these days? And I love fashion. Can I always turn up at work looking terrific? And finally, what image should I project at work? Let's start with who cares what you look like at work these days. First impressions count. At work, you may meet lots of people during your typical day. How you come across can impact your chances of success more than you think. For example, employers tend to care if you have poor hygiene, lack of cleanliness, or wear outlandish or distracting clothes. Some workplaces impose an actual dress code. You're usually all right to wear casual or informal clothes in many workplaces, though not in most stuffy banks and big financial institutions. A loose tie or none can cost brownie points on your way to the top of these places. You may not care about fitting in, and if your hair is messy, 
Dirty nails or clothes awash with rips? Are you sure those around you won't care? Cleanliness, good hygiene and pleasant breath may still matter in the most casual high-tech company. If in doubt, then dress smart and be sure you know the limits. Looking different may be fine, though striking the right note can be tricky. It can affect how people feel if your appearance suggests that you don't seem to fit in or even want to. The second question people worry about is, I love fashion. Can I always turn up at work looking terrific? It's usually all right to look smart and professional at work. That may not be true in organisations where dressing down is almost mandatory. For example, turning up wearing a tie when everyone has long abandoned them could set you apart in negative ways. Whatever you choose to wear, your general demeanour should not make others feel that you're making a muted criticism of them. For example, you may feel it's all right to arrive wearing the height of fashion. Surely no one should care so long as you deliver your job. That's not necessarily how others will view it. If you work from home, you can get away with a more extreme or casual appearance than if you're expected to turn up in person. Rather than guessing what's expected, ask specific questions from senior people or trusted colleagues. Having pieces of clothing you can mix and match can also help you maintain a wardrobe that's functional and in line with policy. A third common question about appearance is, what image should I project at work? Well, your image helps to define your brand. We'll talk about that later in this series. Your demeanour heavily influences it. This is far broader than just dress sense. It includes how you come across as a human being, your manner and your non-verbal behaviour. Are you aware of the overall emotional undertone that you are exuding? It may be worth asking colleagues whom you trust to give you some feedback on this. For example, how do I come across to you at work? Does my appearance suggest that I'm professional, friendly, accessible and trustworthy? Does your current appearance contribute or detract from this perception? Find a full-length mirror, maybe in a retail store changing room. Consider installing one at home as part of polishing your demeanour. Wear your regular work clothes and take a hard look at what you see in the mirror. For example, care. Does this person seem to take care of themselves? What changes could you recommend? Flair. What makes you look distinctive? Does anything stand out or is everything bland in terms of look, colour or design? What changes might introduce some flair? And aware. How appropriate is your appearance to your working life? Even if you like what you see, does it support the message you want to send about your wish to be a success at work? So what action am I proposing? Well, first of all, do your research. Look on social media and check whether there's a sense that you're overdressing or you may be urged to make a fashion statement when it's not appropriate. Meet the basics of good hygiene and cleanliness. And finally, be sure that your grooming at work and demeanour make you look and feel good. And my takeaway from all of this? More than one in four employees have experienced discrimination due to their looks. Check what people at work expect about you and your appearance. You've been listening to an episode of Andrew's 50 Ways to Succeed at Work. For more episodes, subscribe free to my regular weekly podcasts. You can catch up on past ones at the 50ways.site, where you can also become a Foundation member with access to e-learning units, further reading links and the forum 
where you can ask questions, share problems, and join a growing community of people who seriously want to succeed at work. Now there's a new book and an audio version called You Guessed It, 50 Ways to Succeed at Work. Buy it at Amazon or the 50ways.site. Unmissable. Thanks for listening and bye for now until next week.